Okay. Well, we bind that spirit in the name of Jesus. Yes. Okay. This is Speak Life Radio. I'll go tell my brethren ministry, which is sister in Christ, Rachel, Carlene, Renee, a servant and daughter of the Most High God, Lord, and King. Like, that thing kind of bothering me. Okay. Today is June 3rd, 2023. And I want to say good evening to you, beloved. I am lifting up my whole household along with myself. I am lifting you and your whole household. I am lifting the kingdom family worldwide. The martyr saints, persecuted saints, those trotting down, those taken like men, those taken like, those taken by men stealers, those feeling weak, weary, withered, and even worn. Lifting up them, lifting up their community, lifting up children worldwide, and lifting up the body. Father, I come to you. Lord, I declare peace, be still. Peace, be still in the mighty and beautiful name of Jesus. We bind up everything in spirit that is not of you, Lord. But whatever is your perfect will, I know that you have given us supernatural and divine intervention and protection. And and you are with us and you are for us. Lord, and I ask that you uncover every enemy, expose them, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Give them no cover. Let them be naked and ashamed until they bow their knees, Lord God, and ask, what must I do to be saved? Who art thou, Lord? And Father, have your children, like Ananias, to lay hands and Open the eyes of all the souls, Lord, and all those that are lying, wait, and creeping. Lord, you know every place. You know every place, Lord. You are our God. You are our protection. You are our Lord. You are our King. You are he that does all the work. You predestinated everything before the earth was. And I thank you. And I praise you. And I give you all honor. I ask you to bind up everything that is false, that is a lie, that is a deception. That comes against your children, comes against your house, comes against your word, comes against your kingdom and your perfect will for our lives. Everything that is anonymity, hostile, hatred, Lord God. And I pray right now, Lord God, you bind and lay down every wolf, and even those wearing sheep clothing, in Jesus' name. So, good evening, beloved. Good evening to you. I pray all is well with you. Yes, this is a Rocky Speak Life because I didn't put my hands on the camera. And now, the camera. You know what? Have your way, Lord. Have your way. Have your way. Show up and show out. Let your spirit rest in and upon us. In the name of Jesus, Lord God, only you speak in the name of Jesus. Have your way, Lord. Have your way. What is it that you want said and done and heard? received and delivered in Jesus name. So I don't know what I can talk about because I have to, uh, I had a word, I had a word. Mm -hmm. Keep your eyes on Jesus, keep your eyes on Jesus. But I also wanna encourage somebody. I wanna encourage the saints. I wanna encourage somebody that's struggling. I want to encourage somebody that has been wounded in the walk. Um, no matter who you've been wounded by. You know, a lot of people say the worst hurt is a church hurt. That is so not true. Somebody said that, not everybody said, that's not true. That's not true. The worst hurt is those that can get close enough to hit the target. Mm -hmm. That's the worst hurt. 
Because church hurt is bad because you don't expect it. Because, like I said, a lot of times we think everybody in the church is on one accord and safe. But the Lord told us uh, we'll be among wolves. That's what he told us. We're like sheep among wolves. That's in the book uh, of that's in the book of Matthew. So he has already told us this. So then we know everybody in the building don't have the church in them. Everybody in the building don't have the church in them. So everybody that's saying amen, not really in agreement. I'm just saying. I mean, I'm just saying. Where there's 12, one is Judas. There's a Judas in them 12s. So, yeah, I'm feeling this thing. So, it's like, okay. Um, It says, because it's, it's in Matthew 7. Let's start in verse 12. Therefore, for this reason, all things whatsoever you would so it says therefore for this reason ah we can't start there oh mm. okay mm. verse six give not that which is holy unto the dogs Neither cast you your pearls before swine now we've talked about this this come uh Let's start in verse 1. Let's start in verse 1. Judge not. Now let's, let us hear with the spiritual ears. Judge not that you be judged. So a lot of times people can say, well, the Lord said this. Don't judge me. But there's a difference in an opinion judgment and righteous judgment. Everything written in the word is righteous righteous judgment okay it says judge not that you or uh let's look up that word let's look up judge because a lot of times we get conviction confused with condemnation because a lot of times we just don't want people to tell us nothing don't want people to tell us nothing even when they're telling us the truth we don't want them to tell us that. We already know it's the truth. But we don't we don't want it says judge, God, magistrate, judges, uh, to strive or contend for, advocate. So judgment could be to advocate. It says um judicial decide justify, convict, to interrogate, determine, to hesitate, mm. one who judges, to try, is like try the spirit, okay, it should be discernment here too, to decide, to, uh, yeah, let's just not do that, lawsuit, yeah, so, to strive, to contend, to advocate, to advocate for, to justify, to convict, but to decide. So it says, I ask God to have his way. So it says, judge not, convict not, interrogate, determine that you be not judged for with what judgment for with what judgment what judgment are you using for this decision what judgment are you using is this what the lord says or is this your own private interpretation okay i'm in matthew house chapter 7 Matthew House, chapter, oh, wow. Matthew House, chapter 7, 
And we are going to witness this word in John House, chapter 7. Look at God. Won't he do the things? Okay. So Matthew House, chapter 7, because somebody is going to enjoy. That's right. Don't judge me. You saying all this stuff. Okay, just hold on. Hold on. First of all, no, just hold on. Just hold on, kiss. Woo, that was Carlene about to come up. You know, we got to keep nailing her back in her coffin because Rachel, we, we just let Rachel speak. Just let Rachel speak. So it says, I love this. Judge not that you be not judged for with what? What judgment? Because the whole word is a judgment. God's judgments. Okay. For or because with what judgment you judge, you shall be judged. So whether it's an opinion judgment or righteous judgment, that's the same measure we're going to be judged by. It says, and with what measure you meet or measure out, it shall be measured to you again. So, Okay, so when the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord lifts up a standard, okay? So God uses this, okay? So the enemy, you're not going to stay where the enemy is because God is going to lift up you from that, 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 that standard. So if you're telling someone, you could be telling someone like, okay, the enemy's coming in. But God is going to raise you up in the standard. It's because he don't want you on the same level as the enemy. Now, some people hear that and take that as a judgment. Well, I, you, uh, but you're on the level of the enemy where he can get you. And so he's coming in like a flood in your life. Different areas hitting. It can feel different in different ways. Okay. You could be doing the, the will of the Lord. Perfect will of the Lord. And the enemy comes in like a flood because he's trying to stop that will from being, um, going forth, right? So he could be coming at every angle. I tell you, I have uh, gratitude. I have compassion for pastors after God on heart, male and female, evangelists, missionaries, because I understand a part of this, okay? Because when you are sent out by the Lord, it's like when the disciples, he said, get in, uh, go into a ship or a boat and go to the other side. So they're going to the other side, but the contrary spirits, the wind and the waves start. So they're doing what he said to do. But now all this, you know, stuff, these spirits are coming. Okay. So the enemy is coming in like a flood. When they was in the ship, and the water started coming in. The enemy's coming in like a flood. But one, Jesus is in the boat with you. One of them, Jesus is in the boat with you. So what he says is in the boat with you. God is with you. The other one, Jesus come walking on the water on that thing. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah, glory to God. Woo! Wait a minute. Okay. He comes walking on the water. I gotta re I gotta remember this. I gotta remember this because I gotta get to this part. Okay, okay, somebody. Mm, okay, let let let's listen. I mean, these speak lies, man. I just thank the Lord. Okay, let me let me oh, hold this thought. So Jesus come walking on the water. Where he already told you. This is go, go, because I, I don't know whether it's a ship or a boat. I don't know whether it's a ship or a boat because I don't like putting, because there's a difference. And I don't like putting the word that don't have the same strength, okay? But somebody, somebody need to be encouraged. Uh, sent the multitude and he sent the, okay. But he said, uh, the ship. Okay, so in Matthew 14, but the ship. Okay, so he tell him, go get in the ship. So, beloved, God is telling you to do something, right? And you're doing it, or you at least doing your best to do it his way. 
and now you've run into some type of problem okay it could be you know the neighborhood he's telling you to preach in either way it could be a wealthy neighborhood or it could be a more poor neighborhood either way if if whatever spirits and principality are, are operating in those areas they're still going to fight the lord it does not matter whether you have money or not it's whether you have jesus okay so both warfare's can just be seem like it's out of control serious so he told you to go he told you to preach or put up a church or stand outside preach put up a tent whatever the case may be and now you got to deal with the people and they are coming like ah, ah, ah and and it seems like a dangerous situation it could be but this is what god told you to do this is what god told you to do and so one one example he's in the boat one example he's in the boat and one example he's walking on the water coming to you both of them both of them um god is with us so i'm gonna read this okay uh let me get this uh because i know i won't always remember what i've said until i look back okay 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 i got the scriptures so it says here this is all going to tie in we gonna we learn it tonight it says uh judge not you show okay by it says what what judgment what judgment you choose to to judge this situation you should be judged and with what measure how you measure this thing it shall be measured unto you and why behold you the mutt that is in your brother's eyes but consider not the beam that is in your own eye so if we come in with this judgment and yet it's not something we have performed in our own life how can we measure that how can we measure that okay it's like me saying you know uh, a woman has to be virtuous and yet i'm not virtuous i'm still i'm still whoremongering or whatever the case may be still shacking still whatever but yeah, I can look at somebody else and say, because I know what the words say, you know, God wants you to adorn yourself like a bride, like his bride, like you're not common, you're royal. Okay. But yet I'm still not there. Now that is not a balanced judgment because I can't help you in that by saying that because I'm not there yet. I'm not, I'm not even there. I'm not even an example of that. So that's not a righteous judgment. I still have the beam in my eye. I still, I still have the beam in my eye doing the same thing. I can't tell you, okay, don't buy a house with a man before y'all get married. And yet my lover, I'm living with a lover and I'm shacking. I'm shacking. We in an apartment though. It don't matter because I'm doing, I still have that same beam in my eye. I still have that same beam in my eye. Still have the same beam in my eye. Y'all might not even be living together yet, but y'all plan on buying a house because, you know, you're going to buy the house in June because you're getting married in August. And it's like, no, wait until it's in order, but I'm out of order. And and I've done that. I was straight in the sin with them and, and, and telling the person I'm shacking with. This is how you're supposed to do it. Because God, and one of my sisters, she was like, no, wait a minute, hold on. How you going to, this is this is why he's not listening because y'all in the sin together. And I wasn't getting it, you know, but he's doing this. But y'all in the sin together. Y'all in that together. So even though you may not be doing A, B, C, D, you're still, you're still doing X, Y, Z. Okay? So it's no 
the sin is the sin. One thing a sister told me, Andrea Drayton, her daughter is the daughter from the Pulse nightclub shooting from the documentary from Go Tell My Brother on YouTube. The documentary, um, yeah, on YouTube. And what she said, one of the things she said, she taught me. She said, it's either rag to riches. Okay, not riches, rags to wisdom. What she told me was something she was telling somebody else. Um, because her daughter was one of the daughters, one of the women killed at the Pulse nightclub. And we were all in the same congregation together. So God blessed me with the documentary and he blessed me to have her as one of the women um, in the documentary. But the thing is, right? She, how she said it, she said, the sin is already judged. The sin is already judged. God has all, we already know what's written. So the sin is already judged. It's already judged. So it's not up to us to judge the people because the sin is, it's already a judgment on the sin. This is why a lot of people get mad when you do say what thus says the Lord, because they don't want you to remind them that God is not for this thing. They don't want you to remind them of that because they already know. Children know when they're not doing something right. Little children know. So how much more adults? The journey to Proverbs 31. The journey to Proverbs 31. I might put it in the... Uh, the uh, the link. So she said, the judgment is already written. So when God took me to this around that time, that was 2020, um, we did the documentary. So when he took me to this, it opened my eyes. The judgment is already written. The judgment is already written. Fornication, perversion, covetousness, okay? Homosexuality. All these things, saying lies and, and cheating and adultery and harming children and all these things are already written. The judgment is already set. So how we measure in judgment determines how we're going to be judged. So if you're telling someone to even get on the straight and narrow path, or you're preaching to them, or you're teaching them, you should have already found the straight and narrow path. So it's more of a, a testifying of the goodness of God. This is what the Lord has done for me. This is what the Lord, the Lord taught me to cover myself and adorn myself. Because one, one time I thought my body was the way to get people attention, wearing clothes either hugged to me. And at one point wearing the shortest things and the low cut things and the push up this and that. And no, no, no. But it's coming from a hurt place. So even when we are saying to someone, baby, if you don't come out of that sin, girl, you're going you're gonna to die in that sin now. You ain't going to be with the Lord. It's usually coming from someone that's been delivered. Not always, not always, but as many, it's, it's like the wisdom, a lot of wisdom come through experience. And it's not always God's perfect will. It was our will. So when we're saying, when we're saying this, even saying wolf in sheep clothing, it is written. It is written. There's wolves in sheep clothing and they're coming for the wolf. I mean, they're coming for the sheep. That wolf is coming for the sheep. So that is not an unrighteous judgment. It is, especially when you can discern this person is not who you think they are. They're not, there is not lining up. 
But God, one, has to have that written for you to declare it and even give you the discernment. So it says, and why behold, why behold it? Why see, why behold you the month that is in your brother's eye, but consider not the being that is in your own eye or how will you? Why is it your will? How will you say to your brother, let me pull out the mutt out of your eye and behold a being um, is in your own eye? You hypocrite, which is a pretender. People think it's a church, but it's not. It's a pretender, an actor. It says, first cast out the beam out of your own eye. I'm telling you, don't smoke. And I'm smoking like a chimney. Yeah, I'm telling you, don't lie. And I just told a lie to you. And you know it's a lie. Yeah, I'm telling you, don't talk about me, but I'm gossiping about everybody. Everybody. Yeah, so it says, give not, because listen, and we've talked about this, but after he says that, Take, uh, cast out your own mind. Listen to the next verse. Give not that which is holy unto the dogs. Give that which is not holy unto the dogs. So you have to discern who's a dog. So how isn't that the same thing? Because it still sounds like a judgment. Give not that which is holy to the dogs. Neither cast your pearls before swine. Unclean. Both unclean. One is a religious immorality and unclean. So you have to be able to recognize a dog and swine. And he's telling you, give not that which is holy, like I'm feeling this thing, unto dogs. Be careful the information. It says, neither cast your pearls, also holy, before swine, lest otherwise they trample them under their feet and turn again and rend you and tear you. It's just like coming on and preaching to people and they know or teaching people. They know the word is sent from the Lord, but they turn around and start to attack you. They sit there and come to hear. And he tells you in Ezekiel 33, they sit before you like they're my children, but they're not going to do anything that you say. That's part of my commission. So you have to be able to discern this. Because a lot of times you're going to depend on your call and who you're called to. Because most are not going to receive the word. They're not. Because the road is straight and narrow. But it's every man has a chance. So you still have to preach, even if you're preaching to deaf ears, even if you preach it to a heart and heart. That's not our judgment. Our commission is to preach or teach anyway. Preach to every creature. Preach to every creature. And the church is supposed to teach spirits about the goodness of the Lord. Known by the church to principalities and powers. Um... principalities. Yep. Is that Ephesians? Yep. I'm going to be skipping around because as things come, we we still got to line this thing up. But it says here, I just want to show as I'm saying these things. It says mm, verse 
uh, 9. And to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery in Ephesians 3, which from the beginning of the world have been hid in God. Okay? It's hid until he speaks it or reveals it. Who God created all things by or through Jesus Christ, the word of God, the Lord. To the intent or with the intention, to the intent that now unto the principalities and powers in heavenly places might be known by or through the church, the manifold wisdom of God, teaching principalities and powers by the church. So if a person is coming and they're trying to teach and preach you, preach to you, first of all, we preach to every creature. So we really don't know the heart because principalities and powers, Demons of darkness and 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 rulers and 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 all of this, uh, spirits, demonic spirits can come in the form of a man, woman, or child. They could come in that form. So you might have a congregation, and within your congregation, there is demonic spirits sitting there. Now, if you're preaching from the righteous judgment, the word of God, that conviction is going to stir up the spiritual realm. And this is why when Jesus went into certain regions, when he went into churches, when he went to different places, the spirit would cry out because they said, I know who you are. Or we know who you are, Jesus, son of God or son of David or Jesus of Nazareth. Because you cannot sit in the presence of the Lord, the holiness of the Lord, and it doesn't affect you. It does not affect you. It, it has to. When, when we are preaching Jesus, when we are preaching sound doctrine, whatever in there is enmity to God, it's going to cry out. It's going to cry out. If you're on the internet and you're teaching, it's going to be a shift. There's going to be a movement. There is. So it says here, Give not that which is verse six of Matthew seven. Give that which is, give not that which is holy unto the dogs, neither cast your pearls before swine, lest otherwise they trample them under their feet and turn again and rend you. Let's go to Luke real quick. Luke seven. Luke seven. Okay, I'm hitting, I'm trying to go straight to these verses. Luke 7, um, mm, 24. It says, judge not according to the appearance, but judge righteous judgment. Judge not according to, to the appearance, but judge righteous judgment. Righteous judgment. Because the judgment is already written. So what do God say about this thing? Has nothing to do with your opinion. It's what is written. What is written. But make sure that measure you're measuring is something you've already contended with in your own life. No weapon formed against me shall prosper, but you a weapon against the children of God. No, it doesn't work like that. You don't like the weapon coming back, but you're tossing the weapon. It doesn't work. It does not work like that. It does not work like that. Effectual, fervent prayer of the righteous availeth much. So we have to really want to align. It's a process. You know, a lot of times, okay, when I received Christ and I decided I wanted to, I wanted my life to change. I, I wanted to be holy. I wanted to please God. But there were so many things that were in my life that was not pleasing to God. And, and one main thing was my perspective. My perspective was not pleasing to God. How I looked at him, how I looked at myself, 
and how I looked at people was skewed. So in order to even get to halfway, the first, the first mile, the, the work has to start within, within, because a lot of people could call on the enemy. The devil is not, it's not an outward if we haven't dealt with the inward. Because one, he says, the heart is the most deceitful, despite, what is it, despitefully wicked or however he put it. So you got to deal with that, that wicked heart. And then he says, our heart is hardened. So he got to till our heart. And then he says, the carnal mind is enmity. The carnal mind is hatred against God and won't even subject itself to God. Neither indeed can it. Neither indeed can it. So even in the deeds, it's not going to do that. So God has to deal with that because our mind has to be renewed in Christ. So this is not a one day thing. This may not be a 10 year thing. Depend on how far we were and how willing we are to release. What has God already predestinated and determined? That's how it works. So it's not that we can't speak the word of God. We need to speak it in righteous judgment, his word, sound doctrine, and something we have contend with ourselves. What we know, what we know, what we know, or whatever God speaks through us, however he chooses to use us. But we can't be like, um, mm, we can't be like the seven sons of Siva trying to cast out a demon that we're not equipped to. God has not even given us that gift. The God that, the Jesus or the God that Paul preached, you about to get told up because you have not yet confessed him as your own Lord. Mm -hmm. That's how, it's not that God said you don't judge. You don't judge unrighteously off of your opinion. But speak with us, says the Lord. So it says we're going to skip because I'm running out of time now. Um, or not running out of time. It's just, so it says, mm, no. Verse seven, ask and it shall be given you. Seek and you shall find, knock and it shall be open unto you. This is all right under judgment. So ask, ask with what you need done on it, not even just to yourself, but what should I speak? What should I speak? Looking unto Jesus, what should I speak? Ask and it shall be given. Seek through his word and you shall find it. You shall find that answer. If you don't like what somebody told you, or if you're not sure what they're telling you is truth, search it out for yourself. Study to show yourself. Okay? So it says, and knock. And it shall be open. Keep asking God. God, I don't understand this, God. And it may come in time. You may get the revelation as soon as you think about it. Or you may get the revelation years later when you're mature enough to even handle that answer. Okay? So it says, for everyone that asks, everyone that asks receives. We might not receive it at the same time. It says, and he that seeks finds. And to him that knocks, it shall be open. Ask God. So it says, or what man is there of you, what man there is of you, whom if his son asks bread, will you give him a stone? This is still unrighteous judgment. It says, or if he asks a fish, will you give him a serpent? If you then be an evil, now, some people, but that's a judgment. But this is what God said. This is, this is his word. It's righteous. It says, if you then being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children. Thank you, Lord. How much more shall your father, which is in heaven, give good things 
to them that ask him. God gives good and perfect gift. Every good and perfect gift comes from above. There is no good and perfect gift that did not come from God. Every good and perfect gift comes from the Lord. Keep your eyes on Jesus. You know how uh, every good and perfect gift comes from the Lord. So, you know, we could be wanting something. Doesn't mean it's bad. We could just be wanting some good. And we could be wanting a car. It could even be a particular car, right? And you know how we like to say, Jesus is the head of my life, right? But you asking and asking and asking and either he's not answering. He said, wait. He said, no. And he's blocking it. Or we're not hearing him. We don't have an ear to hear what the spirit is saying. We're not close enough. We're not even intentional. Intentionally expecting an answer. So we can get up from that prayer and say, okay, time and time could go by a couple of days and then somebody say, yeah, I got a loan from so-and-so. Like, that's the answer. Did you ask God if that's the answer? Because we're the lenders, not the borrowers, okay? So even in that, he, he has a righteous way of doing it. And so now you're like, I, I just got to do this. I, I've come up with an idea. Keep your eyes on Jesus and his righteousness for this thing. It says, and therefore all things, whatsoever you would that men should do to you, do you even so to them. So if somebody have a problem, say you have a problem, wouldn't you want somebody to help you? If you know, if you knew that the things you were doing was killing you, some of us don't want people to tell us. But there's some of us that do. So if you see your brother in need and shut up the bowels of your compassion, how can you want the best for your neighbor? Love your neighbor as you love yourself. So, and, and I've said this, the issue with that is how we love ourselves. Because if I don't love myself, that's how I'm going to love you. But I want you to love me, but I don't even love myself but I want you to love me. So I would have to learn love. I would have to learn love, still learning. It says, for this is the law in the prophets. Enter you not at the straight gate. Now all this is coming at the judgment. Enter you not at the straight gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction permanent death. Destruction is permanent death. Um, and, and many there be which go in that way. So you tell somebody, you know, straight and narrow is the gate. You're on the wide gate. Don't judge me. Okay. I loved you enough to tell you the righteous judgment of God because wide is the gate that leads to destruction and destruction is permanently, eternally separated from God. That's the eternal death. It says, because straight is the gate and narrow is the way which leads unto life and through there be find it. One, because we don't keep our eyes on Jesus. Jesus has to be our governor, our king, our Lord. So it's just like, see, um, what is the subtitle for this? Because one of the things, he's the author and finisher of our faith. So I just learned a precept, very recent. I was uh, dealing with something. And I was like, Lord, what, do, what am I supposed to do? Well, I'm in prayer. What am I supposed to do? How do I handle this? How do I do this? And all I heard was, the Lord is my shepherd. I said, okay. And I got that. How long, how long I've been saying the Lord is my shepherd? I and I just got the precept, just got the precept, just got it. I'm in prayer. I'm crying out to the Lord. Lord, what do I do? What do you see this? What do I do? The Lord is my shepherd. And then it was like, bing, that light bulb. 
The Lord is my shepherd. What does a shepherd do? Provide, protect, feed, and, and shares, and, and cleanses. So all those things that I need, my shepherd, he's already given a commandment and a covenant to be my shepherd. So what do I do? Nothing. I let the shepherd guide me. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Keep your eyes on Jesus. You have an issue. You want to know the righteous judgment. Keep your eyes on Jesus. What do Jesus say? Keep your eyes. Well, you know what? Ask God. What do you think about this, Lord? Ask him. I need to find the answer. Seek him. Lord, I don't have the answer yet. Lord, I need the answer. Lord, how do I do this? Lord, which way do I go? Keep knocking. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Jesus is not just there. Jesus is here. Well, a wise man is on this side. But Jesus is in us. Jesus is in us. Have that conversation with God. I don't care nobody. I'll be talking to the Lord. I was just, I was walking. And I'm out there. I'm like, okay, Lord. So, so, eh, call me what you want. But I'm a daddy's girl. I'm a daddy's girl. He is my daddy. And I want the answer. And I expect the answer. This is why I commune with God. Because I expect the answer. I didn't, I've done a lot of things on my own. Still do stuff on my own. Don't realize. Because I'm like, Lord, what do I do? What do I do, Lord? What am I supposed to do about this? The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. Okay. Ooh. A shepherd. Jesus said he laid down his life for the sheep. His life has already been laid down for me. He has given us all things through his divine power, through his divine, don't miss that part, through his divine power, he has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge. So I, I need to ask, seek, and not because I need the knowledge of him that called us to glory and virtue, whereby we have these exceeding great and precious promises that by these we may be partakers of his divine nature. So I need his nature. I need his, his attributes so I can be a part of that. I need his wisdom. I need his understanding. I need his instructions, prudence, equity, knowledge, and discretion. I need these things. I need discernment. I need righteous judgment. I need righteous judgment on a thing. So Keep my eyes on Jesus. Just ask him. He's my provider. He's going to provide me with all these things. So I can rightly divide, not opinionly divide or lean on my un on understanding. It's already in the word. There's no stone left unturned. God has every stone unturned. Anything we can ever ask, anything we can ever imagine is in the word. It's in the bosom of God. So, Lord, what do I do? He already know this thing going to come at you. He already know. He already know the winds and the waves are going to blow. He already know you're going to have a walk on water experience in the name of Jesus. Y'all can talk about me. I don't care. It says, beware of false prophets. Now, what is a prophet? Well, the word says Jesus is the, is the spirit of prophecy. So, the prophet is, you find that throughout Ezekiel. If you really want to see a prophet, now all of them uh, that he said are prophets, are prophets. But this is the thing Revelation 19 11. And I saw heaven opened. Very few have gotten that experience. And behold, a white horse, and he that sat upon him on the right, a white horse, was called faithful and true. And in righteousness, he does judge. I'm in the wrong verse. So it says in verse 10 above that, and I fell at his feet. Now, this is John talking. He fell at the feet of the angel. He's worshiping the angel, what we're not supposed to do. He said, and I fell at his feet to worship him. And he said unto me, see you do it not. That was his second time. But anyway, it says, see you do it not. I am your fellow servant and of your brethren that have the testimony of Jesus, the word of God. He says, um, worship God for or because the testimony of Jesus, the word of God, the Lord 
is the spirit of prophecy. So the spirit of prophecy is the word of God. And this is why Ezekiel mouth was shut and he could only speak what thus says the Lord. That was a true prophecy because everything, everything that God said is coming to pass, going to come to pass or has already came to pass. And so when we speak that righteous judgment, this is truly what's going to happen. This is what's going to happen. Now, girl, you're going to walk, you're going to walk down the street and going to fall in the hole. That is not it. What it is, is if you go that way, like it's written in the word, don't go that way. Because if you go that way, there's a lion that's going to devour you. He went that way anyway. He listened to the man instead of God. And the lion truly devoured him. Mm -hmm. The prophecy is what God said. Okay, how do I get there? God says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added. That's a prophecy. It's going to come to pass. When you seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, all these things shall be added unto you. All the things that pertain to your life and godliness through God's divine power. These are the prophecies that's going to come to pass. The Lord is thy shepherd. If you get out the way and you walk in his will, even with this wind and wave, he still can say, peace be still. And it has to happen. But ye of little faith. That's me. Okay. I'm getting better though. Okay. So, so it says, okay, I'm closing um, I'm closing. Matthew 7, 15. Beware of false prophets, not saying what thus says the Lord, but leaning on their un on understanding, which come to you in sheep's clothing. So they're looking like a sheep. Just like uh yesterday, Revelation. Oh, I haven't posted that video. Uh looking like a lamb but sounding like a dragon that's revelation so it says here beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing come looking like a sheep but inwardly they are raven wolves they are raven wolves and you know certain spirits because the spirits are named wrath and malice and anger so that lets you know it's the enemy that's the enemy spirit all that anger and rage that's the enemy spirit it says that that's righteous judgment when you see that when you see that you know that's not god that may be something that the enemy god is allowing to come to to bring us to repentance but you know that's not the attribute of God. That's that's a righteous judgment because it is written. So it says raven to pluck off or pull to pieces plumage, greediness, robbery. That's that spirit. And that's a righteous judgment because that's not the nature of a sheep. That's not the nature of a sheep. Mm -mm. So you can righteously judge that because that's not the nature of a sheep. Okay, so just gonna walk and walk. We walk in here and we're done. This is my this is my uh overcoming. This is my declaration, my victory dance. Okay. It says here, and I can't start um okay. Verse 22 of Matthew 14, and straightway, immediately, Jesus, the Lord, the word of God, constrained, listen, beloved, listen, for those that are maybe facing some serious stuff right now, doing the will of God, or trying even, attempting to do the will of God. And straightway, immediately, the Lord Jesus, the word of God, constrained his disciples, to get into a ship and to go before him. Go before the word. Now, Lord, I ain't going. Like, like Moses said, if you don't go, Lord, we ain't going. We're not going. I'm not going before the word. Mm -mm. Ooh, that oh, revelation. Okay, this is for me. Y'all can click on. It says, my Lord, get into a ship and go before him into onto the other side. 
while he sent the word, the Lord sent a sent word, sent the multitude away, the multitudes away. Now we're going to wait right here with you, Jesus. <laughs> Let me go. Mm -mm. Every time I go without you, there's an issue. So it says, and when he, the Lord Jesus, the word of God has sent the multitudes away, he, the word of God, the Lord Jesus went up into a mountain. See, I'm down here on the water and you up there in the mountain. Now, mm -mm, that's too much distance right there. And it says a mountain apart, separate to, to pray. And when the evening, dark time, oh God, was come, he, the Lord Jesus, the word of God was there alone. Word all by itself. I'm over here. ain't got no word with me. Okay. I'm just saying, but the ship was now. Ooh, now there's somebody now. Lord, is it I, my Lord? It says, but the ship was now in the mist. Oh Lord. Okay. This might be me. I don't know. In the midst of the sea, the sea is also the world. In the midst of the sea, tossed with waves. That's a spirit. Because that's a water. Okay? Spirits of people, water, and words. Mmm. 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 Tossed with waves. For or because the wind, when it's a spirit, was contrary. The carnal mind is anonymity. So this spirit is an anonymity. This spirit is not in agreement with God. This spirit is not in agreement with the, the word of God. My Lord, the spirit is not agreement. So it's that same person that could be preaching somewhere or teaching somewhere, Rachel, Carly, Renee, and the spirits are enmity against God. And in the fourth watch of the night, I could go on with y'all, but I got those. In the fourth, with this, Lord, help me, Lord. In the fourth watch of the night, which is like 3 a.m. to sunrise, one of the darkest times, like our atmosphere right now in the world, especially this country. God is so intentional. It says, verse 25, Matthew 14, and then the fourth watch of the night, Jesus, the Lord, the word of God went unto them walking. The word was walking on the sea. The word was walking on the world. The world, the word was walking on was troubling. I, I got a revelation from, I just don't have time, but it says, and when the disciples saw him, you're going to see the word. This is something God has said to you already. Saw him walking on the sea. What's troubling you? Really think about what those scriptures you've been reading. Really think about. I'm talking to myself right now. Really think about what God has said to you. Really think about it. I don't know how far you got to go back. In the last 30 days. If that far, really think about, hopefully you've been studying the word and hearing from the Lord, but this is from some, somebody that's actually trying to follow. I don't know whether you just started trying to follow the Lord, whatever the case may be, but really think about those words, those sent words to you. It says, um, I'm sorry to keep y'all so long, but I'm not sorry. Okay. It says, and when the disciples saw him, saw the word, saw the Lord walking on the sea, on that issue, they were troubled because it don't look like God. It don't look like God. This is for me. But it says, saying, it is a spirit. And they cried out for fear, my Lord. But straight away, immediately, the Lord, the word of God, speck unto them, saying, be of good courage. It is I. It is what's written for you. It is the direction. It is the word. What I have already said. Be not afraid. This is the word. Even that wolf in sheep clothing. He's already told you a wolf is there. He already told you. He already told you. There is possibly somebody falsely 
prophesying what God said. You can't even line it up with the word. You can't even line that thing up with the word. That's not a true prophecy. That's not a true prophecy. We're supposed to be able to go line for line, precept for precept, here little, there little. If you can't line it up, beware. There may not be a sheep. So send the word of God to people, God, to the ears of God, to the hearts of men. Pray, pray, pray you're hearing, beloved. For who's supposed to hear? To you it is written, but to them it's in parables. In Jesus' name, peace.